This is Wednesday, July 7th, and yesterday we saw how Moses came under the attack of Miriam and Aaron. We need to remember that when we read about this conflict, that it goes with the territory of being a leader. Every significant leader will have detractors, and perhaps even enemies. Others will envy the leader's position or power, their influence. Shortly after coming to Granada, I began to receive angry letters. I called them hate mail, but I know they were not sent because of hate, but because of fear. Carl Gables has been enduring decades of significant change, and change has come to the church. These were painful days for me, processing the anger, trying to have conversations with people about gospel vision, about loving our city as diverse as it is. Here's our text for today, back in Numbers 12, verse 1. Miriam and Aaron began to talk against Moses because of his Cushite wife, for he had married a Cushite. Now, the question for today is, what should we do with criticism? How should we respond to it? I've learned a lot from Tim Keller through the years. He's the former pastor of a sister church in New York City. Here's what he says about criticism. First, you should look to see if there is a kernel of truth in even the most exaggerated and unfair broadsides. There is usually such a kernel when the criticism comes from friends, and there's often such truth when the disapproval comes from people who actually know you. He says, yes, first we must listen to the criticism, even the unfair kind. Why? There may be some truth that we need to hear. I like to tell myself that even if I'm 99% right, that I'm 1% wrong, and therefore there's something that I can learn. Here's Keller again. Maybe the critic is partly right for the wrong reasons. Nevertheless, identify your own shortcomings, repent in your own heart before the Lord for what you can, and let that humble you. It will then be possible to learn from the criticism and stay gracious to the critic even if you have to disagree with what he or she said. Wow, that's powerful. You see, my knee-jerk reaction is to rise to my own self-defense, but this isn't God's way. God wants my good and his glory. And so I can listen to a brother or sister, even an outsider, considering that there may be some truth in what is being said. By not being defensive, the way is open for greater learning and deeper listening. With those that wrote letters to me, my temptation was to come to my own defense. In the beginning, that kept me from seeing their fears and blocked the way in me being able to love them and minister to them. Now, here's what happened to Moses. He did nothing to defend himself. The Lord did that. You know, it's wise when we allow others to defend us. When we can listen and grow through criticism, whether it's warranted or not. I had so much to learn. I still need to sit and listen to understand and to grow. As I read the story of what happened to Moses, I see not a single ounce of animosity toward Aaron and Miriam. And that's where I find the battle rages in me. 
I may be able to keep my cool when I'm being criticized, or when someone is challenging my leadership, but you better believe there's a battle in my mind. The temptation is to feel superior, to be smug, proud of my position, and even how I'm dealing with the conflict. I can give an immense amount of time and energy to defending my position in my own thoughts, and even come away feeling triumphant in it all. But the truth is that this is where I need to repent. Even if I'm right, this is sinful self-defensiveness. I find that as I have my identity rooted more and more in Christ, I feel less threatened. I feel less the need to come to my own defense. I find that because I know I'm a forgiven sinner, but a sinner nonetheless, that I can receive the words of others. So how are you doing with your critics? How do you process honest, helpful input in your life? Are you willing to listen and to learn from that kernel of truth? Even may, when you may only be 1% in the wrong. I'm usually so much more than that. Let's pray together. Faithful and loving Lord, give us such a sense of your grace in our lives that we'll be able to learn from our critics. Help us to hear your voice, to be open to your correction. For we pray in your name. Amen.